0: It's dangerous to go alone. Here, take this. It's The Gamer Show with Brad and Charles. Hiya, folks, and welcome to another episode of The Gamer Show with Brad and Charles. Um, How are you doing this evening, Charles?
1: Just like the Valve Steam Deck, I'm dummy friendly.
0: I wish I had a cricket sound right now.
1: Hey, <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Not my not my words. Not not your my words.
0: words. Okay. No. So you're plagiarizing. Yeah, pretty much. Okay.
1: <sighs> apparently that they, they apparently Valve is part of their pitches to other companies was telling them that it's dummy friendly for new PC humor users, the gotcha. new Valve Steam Deck. Uh-huh. Or better known as the Switch ripoff.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, like I don't know. I I've looked at this thing. I'll have to hold it before I make an actual judgment, but everything's telling me this thing's not going to be as good. Um, I play PC games on the PC because I like a keyboard and mouse for my key uh, for my controller in those games for the most part, and mm-hmm. I don't need to take those on the road with me.
0: You know, I don't really see the... We've talked about this, um, I think, on the last time we recorded. Um, but we've talked about this. I don't see the... I And the more I look into it, I don't see the point in it. Because... I don't know what market this is for. I really don't. Because the serious PC gamer, like you said, mouse and keyboard, or they're going to have a specific set up, you know, and it's, it's not something that's easily portable.
1: Like there, there are probably some games that will shine on this device, but they're not the type of games I play. Like the, the, the thing I can think of like immediately is like, there are a bunch of the mobile games that have shown up in steam and I could see those as, as being, you know th- those games being usable and that being friendly for that device, but like I've got a phone. If I really wanted to play those games on the go, my phone is a lot lighter than this thing. That's the other thing that that everything about the tech about this, the technical specs about this is it's twice as heavy as the Switch. And if you've played, if you've played a game in your hand for long enough, well, not that game, but if you've played, if you've played mobile games in your hand like that, um, with a heavier controller, it you, you don't want to play it that long because it's just fatigue.
0: Did you ever own a Game Gear?
1: No, I did not own a Game Gear. Did
0: you ever play a Game Gear?
1: Yes, I did play Game Gear.
0: I think you you can understand where I'm going with this. The the Game Gear yeah. compared to the Game Boy, the Game Gear was heavy. Yes. I mean, extremely heavy uh, for a portable console like that. And 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 the, going to your point, I remember there was only so long I could play the Game Gear before my, you know, before my hands got tired or this, that, and the other. Whereas the Game Boy, I mean, it was lightweight, small, and you could play basically forever, you know? So I kind of see where you're going with it. Because, of course, then again, it had to be that heavy to hold, what, all the 24 AA batteries that it required or whatever it was? Oh, well,
1: not only that, like, again, <laughs> the reason why it was that way was because it was also more graphics intensive. Like, yeah. you could... It, it played the Sega... It it played yeah. some of the Sega games. Yeah,
0: it did. It played not System all? games. Not, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. So, like, it had to be more graphically advanced than the game. I mean, the Game Boy was monocolored.
0: Yeah, it was. And that was a smart decision. Yes. So, um, they
1: eventually brought color to it. and But that they waited for the technology to come to them. And that was kind of smart on their mm-hmm. part.
0: Because um, the Game Boy was a battery hog, too.
1: Yeah, it I, it was four double A's.
0: No, it was was it four or six? Yeah, it was four. It was four. Yeah, it was four. Okay. Um,
1: and the the initial the initial ones were four, but you could also get the rechargeable battery packs that were uh-huh. heavier than. And uh-huh. let me tell you, when they hit you in the nuts, man, you knew it.
0: That Oof. I got I had the rechargeable battery fa- pack for it because those batteries never, batteries lasted maybe a half an hour, because yeah. of, not only. Uh, the hardware inside but also it was a backlit screen backlit color screen and that drained the battery more than anything was that display um uh,
1: the original game boy was yeah. not back not
0: game boy game game i'm talking about game gear
1: oh game gear yeah yeah, yeah game, gear. Yeah. game so, gear is backlit it was yep. graphics intensive yep. yep like it was ahead of its time have yep. they waited two three years tops mm-hmm they could have made that probably about half as light and it probably would have done a hell of a lot better. Because they would have had the regular, seat, not not just the uh, uh, Sega Master System, but they would have had other stuff. They probably could have played the Sega Saturn games
0: on it. Oh, yeah. But see, they never learned from their mistakes because a few years later, instead of just redesigning a slim version of this, they came out with the Nomad. Do you remember the Nomad?
1: No, and most people don't.
0: Yeah. It was the handheld that played Genesis games. So. I don't know. It um, Let's have our... You know what? That's actually a better example. The Nomad is a better example to the Steam Deck than anything else. Because it was literally a handheld designed specifically to play Genesis games. And it didn't really... I don't think it played them all. And I don't think it played them that well. I don't remember. I had a friend that played it. Our own one. I didn't play it that much. But that's probably the mo- the best equivalent to the Steam Deck. And I feel like I'm rambling now.
1: Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, I mean, we're both kind of on the page here. I probably yeah. won't buy
0: one. No. I know I won't buy one. There's no probably there.
1: I mean, again, I've got my Switch. My Switch plays the games that I want to play portable, and unless it's on my phone. And even then, I can tell you now, maybe on one hand, the number of games that I've played on my phone mm-hmm. in the past two years. Mm-hmm. And even then, I was just like, ah, eh, this is whatever. This is just a kill time.
0: Yeah. I mean, we're talking about mobile, phone, mobile games. I yeah. mean, what? Where's the, where is the PC market for that? It's not like you can. I mean, what? I mean.
1: I, I don't. Here's the, here's the real problem with it I don't know who the target audience is. I really Nintendo, has done a, Nintendo has done a great job of targeting the right audience for their devices. Uh-huh. They they know, listen, we're not going to be able to compete with the PlayStation or the Xbox uh-huh. in the same marketplace. So you know what they go after? They go after the younger gamers, uh-huh. which is the hotter market. And they're like, you know what? We can market this to the parents that this is more wholesome than the Xbox and PS4. And we can market this to the kids that this is more fun than the Xbox and the PS4 because you can take it along with you. Like, they've been brilliant about the Switch. Mm-hmm. They really have. Um, and like, I don't know what Steam's trying to get in the market here with like for the PC gamers that want to be on the go, but
0: what
2: PC Who are these gamer, people? Right,
0: what PC gamer wants to be on the go? I mean, I don't know. I I can't I can't think of a single PC game that I want to take with me. None. And I'm in a, and and I play MMOs. Again, what PC? Yeah, and that's game? not. Yeah, I, I. And also, well, again, in the
1: MMOs you play, you have to have like thirty keybinds and stuff like that, right?
0: Well, no. Well, 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 you
1: gotta have quite a few. You gotta have quite a few more than a controller would have.
0: No, not with fourteen square. Square. I I wish more um, MMO developers would would take the route that Square Enix has gone with fourteen because the way it works, um, you you can easily play fourteen with a controller. So, okay. um, just if you've ever seen my my streams, just to kind of. way 14 works with that you've got your your regular um, I forget what they call it cross-action bar whatever they call it and then you can have other bars that come up by pressing left and right trigger and that sort of thing to have other bars pull up and that sort of thing you can you you can actually have a full equivalent that you need on 14 so so it can be done with a controller and fairly easily
1: Well, maybe it's the one other MMOs that I've seen. It's like, it feels like there's 20 keybinds.
0: Well, there are. I mean, there are. Even with 14, there's still a lot. But it's just the way they do it with the controller, because basically you're... um, What is it? The cross-action bar, whatever they call it. I forget exactly what they call it. But... One, two, three, four, five. I mean, you can because each one was it. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, 12 thirteen, fourteen, sixteen. Sixteen actions that are lined out with um, with your D-pad and your your four buttons on the main face buttons on the controller. Um, and then if you hold down like the the L, hold down both the L then the R. And you get 16 more, and then if you hold R, then the L, you get 16 more. If you hold down, um, like for instance on the PlayStation, I use PlayStation controller on my PC. Um, If you hold down like the L1 button, you get 16 more, that sort of thing. So it's doable, and it makes sense the way it does it. You still have the same number of keybinds and things like that. It's just... Lends itself very well to the to the controller. So. Okay. Mm-hmm. So. that could be done. And and, may, and maybe
1: the others are that way too. I don't know, but it's it's one of those like, sure. I, I mean, it it seems to me like it's more complicated than that. But, and I've I've found that like, uh, for instance, like Minecraft is what I play on like on keyboard and mouse most 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 of the time. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times it's like I've tried playing the console versions, and it's the same game, but it's just I don't have the same control, and maybe that's the reason why I just don't. I I, I don't know, but
0: I don't know. I mean it. It uh...
1: again. I again. The, we're talking about this. It it it's. I don't understand the market. And maybe they have research. I would hope they have research that shows them who this is for. I would hope so when you're spending as much money as they are developing this thing. Mm -hmm. But who the hell knows? I mean...
0: but I I don't know. I don't know. I just don't see the market for it. I really don't. And... I don't know. Maybe they'll prove me wrong. I hope so. You know, we're not. We don't do this show to say, "Hey, see, look, I was right. I was right. I was right." <laughs> but um, I don't know. I just don't see the market for it.
1: Oh. Um, yeah, I I I don't either. But you know, again, they have market research. I would I would assume, and maybe they know something we don't know. But
0: um, did they have? Uh, the steam box is the next thing that comes to mind as well as the, do you remember that steam controller?
1: Yeah. Vaguely remember yeah. it. Um, I remember even when it was on the steam sale for like super incredibly cheap. Yeah. I was looking at him like, I'll pass. Yeah. And like, I'll buy things on the steam summer sale that are like incredibly cheap because they are incredibly cheap.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Even if I don't, Be like I'm ever going to play it? And I was still just like, nah, I don't need this.
0: Apparently nobody else needed it either. Well, this is true. So, I don't think they do market research. I think they're more like Google. They just, they have an idea and they kind of go with it and and who knows.
1: Well, I think if they did market research, I think we'd have a new Portal game by now.
0: Okay. I, I think with a
1: full-fledged new Portal game, at this moment, we would have that right now. Well, see, if,
0: that would imply that Valve does a third game in a franchise. This is fair. They don't do a third game in a franchise. After after two, they're done. I don't know. I don't Portal 3 know. would be great. So. Poor if done
1: correctly I agree mm-hmm. they can they could screw it up and I hope to god they wouldn't but they could certainly st- screw it up that's for sure
0: mm-hmm so okay I think we've that's really about it with the steam deck <laughs> so there you go folks the steam deck not did I say the yeah the steam deck if you want it it's is it out yet no not yet okay if you want it, it's not out yet.
1: Um, I think it was just revealed like last month. Uh-oh. It launches, it launches in December. Okay. And you can reserve it for $5. Or about. Yeah. Wait a minute. Hold on. No, no. Check this out our like Steam Deck thing. pre-order guide to stay up to date on all the latest information about placing a $5 reservation.
0: That sounds like a GameStop thing.
1: It kind of does. Yeah. Stonks.
0: All right. You know, I'm all for the pre-purchase as as opposed to the pre-order. That way it's paid for, done, and you've got it. Or and but I've never been a fan of this um pay five dollars what is it, the, the the whole five dollars deserve it yeah the deposit yeah it's basically. basically
1: the deposit so I mean I got no problem with it because like it, I, here's here's the reason why I don't have a problem with deposits like that mm-hmm. Um, the reason is like storekeepers uh, especially small businesses uh, you know and, and this like comes down to like things I deal with with like Magic the Gathering and stuff. These small mom and pop stores that run this, having a deposit like that pretty much ensures that when you order those, when you get that order in, you know you're going to sell that product. Right. Because most of the time, those people that put down a deposit like that are going to come back to your store and they're going to pay the rest of it to get the product. Yeah. And to have that guarantee for when you are being asked by you know, in this case, like if and I'm not saying Valve is actually gonna to go to mom and pop stores to sell this these things. No. They're probably gonna sell it through their own Steam uh store, and that's probably why it probably won't do as well. I, I haven't seen how they plan to roll this out or anything. Um but um but uh so like when they when when they you know with these mom and pop stores like and they they basically have to put down the money up front for these things that's going to take up shelf space in their store that they don't know if it's going to sell or not like these those pre-orders for like stuff like that or the the uh, you know deposits like that I, I if I was a store owner I'd want that
0: you know and that's another um, pet peeve of mine too by the way is um, when these companies tout sales like that and they've they've sold this many of this and this many of that. That's There's not necessarily a lot like how much you've actually sold with retail.
1: Yeah, which is which yeah. we're getting a lot of that right now because yeah. it was the end of the second uh yeah. it was the end of the quarter. I, no, 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 mm-hmm. that's not right. Well, we're starting to get the end of the second quarter sales numbers is basically what we're getting. Yeah. In the news right now. So like we're getting a lot of that right now.
0: Mm-hmm. but it, it's basically how much how many copies the the stores have bought and that sort of thing is where that comes from. Yeah. Not how much money the actual consumer has whether or not they actually sold in the stores or not. So. Right. Yep. So. Alright. So yay, Valve. It's out there. So.
1: Except it's not.
0: Except it's not. So, um I've been playing a lot of Final Fantasy XIV lately.
1: I think I saw you were streaming today at some point.
0: Yeah, but that was Mario Golf.
1: Ah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I was streaming at the same time, I think. Uh
0: huh.
1: Or 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 I better better I should say I was attempting to. Today was was kind of a shit show, honestly for me. Uh-huh. But um so, but you've been playing a lot of Final Fantasy, so mm-hmm.
0: yeah. Um, um, so, I am completely caught up with with the story, getting ready for the new expansion in November. Um, so, as far as the story goes, there's nothing left to do. I am literally at end game now. So i've been doing I've been doing um, raids and and doing my daily um, dailies and things like that, where you can. And the with fourteen, I don't know about other MMOs because I honestly haven't played any other MMO outside of fourteen since the invention of some sort of a duty finder, um, or a raid finder or whatever, um, it, um and with fourteen's duty finder, it has roulettes you can do, and you you get um basically daily roulettes and things like that for dungeons and trials and and. It's basically a way to keep old content fresh to keep um, so that new players will actually have a way of doing those older dungeons and things like that if that's their first time going through. Um, So you can basically kind of queue up for it and whatever comes at random. That's what I've been doing and then I've been um, working on my um, relic weapon um, for which is basically like your most most powerful weapon or whatever for that expansion, and the way they do it in fourteen is interesting. Um, they've created an entirely new area that plays like old school MMOs, sort of, um, like the ho- like the EverQuest days and that sort of thing, where basically you would um, group up and go kill a mob, that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so they've created a compl- uh, a completely new area that has that at its core. And that's how you get the items you need for your relic weapon, which is kind of neat. So I've been kind of doing that. So. But 14, oh, okay. it's a good game. It's it's interesting. So, um, That's really about it with 14. Okay. So, yeah, I, just, I,
1: I mean, the, our our talks previously about Final Fantasy have really wanted gotten me into wanting to play Final Fantasy IX again.
0: Really, that's a good game.
1: I know it is. I, I I've highly played it before.
0: recommend the. I don't know if the remastered version or whatever that's out there on Steam and the Switch and all that right now that that re release that came out a few years ago because that one has an option to speed up battles and things like that because the original version was kind of slow. But yeah, yeah. 9 was a good game. So. 9 was the first Final Fantasy game that I beat to 100% completion. Okay. Uh-huh. Yep.
1: I don't think I've ever beaten one to 100% completion any of them to 100% completion, but I've I think with 8 I came the closest. 8 yeah huh okay yes the gun blade was stupid um yeah but it's the one I spent probably the most money on at the time cause I purchased the 4 disc version of it and everything for the Playstation and, and then I also got a version for the PC later on that yeah. also cost just about as much but that was cause the I had moved on from the PlayStation at that point, And I was just like, I want to finish this up. Yeah. So.
0: Um, eight. I'm uh, eight. Eight is one of those polarizing Final Fantasy games. You either love it or you hate it. I really want to revisit that game. Um, when I played through it the first time on the PlayStation, I hated it. Um, there
1: were some very odd choices for that, for the story. Yeah. And the that, card game. I didn't particularly like the card game.
0: Really? That was my favorite part of the game. Was Triple Triad. And I felt
1: like it was almost... And this may sound strange. I felt like it was almost too simple. And I get why. But like in some of the other like game, games within a game type thing mm-hmm. like that... There's always been a little more complexity to it, to where there's a little more nuance to it, and it didn't feel like there was any of that
0: at all with that game. No, it was it was uh, it was simple. Like it, yeah, like
1: with tin, it was like blitzball. Yeah, like there was definitely complexity. Like that was it, that was full on a game on a, in its own
0: right. You know what? I'll give you that because blitzball, blitzball was one of those that there was enough complexity to make it challenging. Um until you got your team to where they could basically um steamroll anybody
1: yes it didn't scale was, it didn't scale it
0: didn't scale well that's the only problem yes. with the blitz ball is it didn't scale well
1: yes i i agree with that um again i i'm I'm of the belief like but there was complexity to it yeah, there was it, definitely yeah. stra there was definitely strategy and you couldn't always just like it 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 didn't and sometimes there were things in blitzball that was just like didn't make sense as to why the pass didn't go through or anything like that it's like what
2: mm-hmm.
1: because like the numbers are right and everything but then the ball still got stolen I'm like well, what that doesn't make any sense yeah um but uh but the card game in eight was just so god awful straightforward
0: it was like there
1: there was not a lot of complexity to it at all
0: no no i'll give you that one it's basically matching numbers
1: yeah and that that's yeah. like not that interesting to me and that's why i didn't like it as much like again this is coming from a guy who plays card games all the time that are vastly more complex
0: yes so
1: like magic the gathering is insanely complex and people who don't believe that Man, you obviously have not played in a long
0: time. Oh, Magic is complex.
1: Magic's incredibly complex. Yes. There's a reason their rulebook is so god-awful long. And no one knows all of it. No one knows all of it.
0: The Shadow knows. No. Too old of a reference? Too old. Okay. Okay. (laughs)
1: <laughs> we gotta peer young and hip. That's what the youngsters say now. Hip, right?
0: Hip? I don't know. I'm still stuck on dude and cool and awesome. <laughs> God, I'm old. I mean, I'm sitting. I I watched the um the third Bill and Ted movie for the first time the other day, and absolutely loved it. The one that yeah. came out last year?
1: Yeah, I, yeah, I'm I saw the first one and I was like, alright, this is kind of stupid. I'm not I'm not about this. And just never went never got to the second movie. Uh so I'm just not invested in
0: that one, but that's uh, just me. Oh, okay. I love the first one.
1: I'm not but, a Keanu i I'm not a Keanu Reeves fan.
0: Neither is Keanu Reeves.
1: I mean, part of it? Like, there's... I, I don't know that there's a likable character in the entire movie.
0: Bill and Ted? The Bill and Ted movie, there's not a likable character?
1: Not one you really want to root for?
0: Bill and Ted?
1: A couple of stoner guys that just trying to get by?
0: Yeah.
1: I, I, I don't know. That's...
0: Billy the Kid and Socrates.
1: Okay, no to Billy the Kid.
0: That was a that was a that was a good combo. That was a good buddy. Um, that would actually make a good buddy cop movie. Billy the Kid and Socrates. No, those right two right had right. a good relationship in that movie. Anywho. Uh huh. That was a fun movie. No. The it, was, one... it, it was fine. It,
1: it, it, it I'm not the target audience. Od- I was
0: not the target audience for that. Movie. Oh, I was absolutely the target audience for that. No, I definitely was not. So, um, well, I wasn't the target. I, I don't know if it, I wasn't the target audience, but I absolutely loved it. So, but no, the second Bill and Ted movie, eh. it had its moments, so... That's like so
1: the, that's like last year with coming to america when that came out or uh-huh. coming to america i think is the name of the sequel um yeah like all right i i was not interested like all right i get it but like who was actually wanting that sequel besides the people acting it because they were getting paid
2: Nobody like the will. first movie,
1: the first movie movie is funny, mm-hmm. but not really. Like it has. Uh, I'll tell you, I've watched the first one recently, and it has not aged well.
0: At Actually, all. I like the first one.
1: The first one uh-huh. is, is is funny. I yeah. I like it. Yeah, but there are definitely some jokes in there and things that have not aged well at all. Well, and
0: yeah. You can say that about any any movie of that era, though, because I know I know where you're going. I don't
1: think so? I I think there are movies out there that have aged perfectly fine uh, from that era. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that's one of them. Yeah. I think they lean into some stereotypes.
0: Yeah, yeah, most probably movies def- that era did.
1: Uh, yes, a few did. did.
0: Yeah, yeah, they did. Well, a lot of
1: them. A lot of them with Eddie Murphy did.
0: That's for no. Sure. I mean, even even Bill and Ted. Bill and Ted had that joke where where they both hug each other after they realized they were both alive, and not long story. Um, and they both hug each other, and then they quickly back away with the word calling each other a fag. And go on. So I mean, I,
1: I did not remember that. But again, yeah. I haven't watched the first one in a while. So. Yeah.
0: So you know it's, a lot of movies back then had uh, a lot of the stereotypes um that you know that they just don't age well but all in all it, the movie had heart coming coming to america the first one the movie had heart
1: yeah i haven't watched the second one i again i wasn't like i wasn't like god i wish i would complete that story or or bring back that story to tell me what happened after that movie it's like
0: well to me it was a complete story it didn't need a sequel you know we could
1: we could definitely go into that with the Lion King too but you know Disney loves their sequels no
0: Lion King didn't need a story either or a sequel sequel.
1: and yet they got three
0: well would you consider one and a half a sequel really I mean, kind of, of.
1: I mean, yeah, you're not wrong. But did we? So did we really need a shop by shop remake of it in 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 higher res animation, basically?
0: With one and a half?
1: No, with the oh. original Lion King. The
0: original they, Lion King. Oh, yeah.
1: So they brought out the quote live action oh, version. Oh yeah, the, li- the, the
0: the yeah, which is thing. but it, all it
1: was was a higher resolution animated one.
0: Yeah, well, and it wasn't as good.
1: It had its moments, like the, them casting, them casting John Oliver as as he was great. Yeah. But like, the other casting stuff was just like, uh, what?
0: Yeah. And it, it, and it, it had its nods to the original. I'll give it's it that. Nods, there were some moments where there were It's where, nods? No, I'm talking It was shot for the most part. No, it wasn't.
1: For the most part it was.
0: There what I mean by nods, let me finish. What I mean by nods is there were some jokes that were that alluded to the first one. As well. Or the original as well. Because it wasn't a shot for shot and it wasn't a line for line but there were some nod some references to the original made as far as jokes go that if you if you're a fan of the original I kind of laughed at I don't remember what they were now but I remember laughing so
1: I don't know I think uh-huh. if you go back and watch the I'd original and, and if you go back and watch the original and you watch this uh, I think you're going to be real surprised at how similar they are
0: no trust me I'm someone that has probably seen the li- the original Lion King more than anybody else, so I know that movie. and And when I say that the remake is not a shot for shot, line for line, it's not. No. it's still the same basic, it's still the same story, and a lot of the elements are there, but they do change some things around it's still not as good no it definitely is not as yeah but it's not a shot for shot
1: it was disney flexing their animation prowess again
0: no it's disney saying how can we make a quick buck off off of this movie
1: i mean that's true now that being said like the live action remakes they've done of some of the stuff beauty and the beast was wonderfully done
0: still haven't seen that
1: you really should yeah emma watson cast as uh as uh bell uh as bell was a great casting um and uh it was just really well done Mm -hmm. and it actually made more sense than some of the than because you could understand the story a little better because it actually goes into a little more detail at the beginning of how the beast came to be
0: it was a curse so, it was yes. yes
1: but it goes into exactly what happened for the curse to take place and how how everyone else in the household got caught up in it and everything
0: okay i see what you're saying they they
1: actually yeah. they actually take Instead of just going through the storybook thing over the first two minutes, yeah, they actually go into it for a good ten—I want to say ten or twelve minutes into the uh, first part of the movie. Okay, I see what you're saying it. because so,
0: yeah, they never really explained how the rest of the house got hurt, got sucked into the curse too.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. And they and they and they they kind of do a good job with that. Okay. Um, I liked uh, the live-action Aladdin.
0: I liked that too. That was a good movie.
1: And the people that were poo-pooing it, I'm just like, I don't know what they were watching. Because I, I thought expecting. it was enjoyable. It was enjoyable. Yeah. And as someone who is a huge fan
0: mm-hmm.
1: of Robin Williams,
0: yeah,
1: I didn't think he was trying to be Robin Williams.
0: No. No. He absolutely I was not. He'd, I think he
1: he definitely did some nods to Robin Williams in there. But that's because him and Will Smith were friends. Yeah. Like, they had met many times on the road while they were doing comedy stuff. Mm-hmm. So, like, that doesn't shock me at all that, like, he would do some nod to Robin Williams in the, right. in the live action of that.
0: Right. And he did his own take on on the genie, and it worked well. Yes. You know, he... I like I like it just as good for different reasons.
1: Yes, I agree Definitely. with that. I think Jasmine still is an awful princess but whatever. And her her empowerment song did not do anything for me but that was just me. Yeah. In the remake. It was just like all right, whatever. They're just doing this to try and get the get the uh um not the Grammy, the M, the Emmy Emmy for uh best song is what they were doing. Because if they did, if they didn't add a new song to the to the movie, to the remake of it, they couldn't get nominated for a uh, the best song category again.
0: Well, because they because of um...
1: because there was no new songs. In yeah, yeah. So, like, whenever you see, like, even when you see, like, when they did, like, Phantom of the Opera, for instance, they added a song in the credits, and mm-hmm. that counted towards the best song category for the. For the Emmy,
0: yeah, yeah,
1: and 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 it's just like this is a stupid reason to just add songs and like most that's that's how like Le Mis Le got a new song in the middle of the in the middle of the movie, yeah. That wasn't in the stage play. It's like, all right, we get it. You're just trying to get you're just trying to get nominated here, so that way you can say it's Emmy nominated uh, movie. I got it. Um, Mulan. I I look at that as a different, uh, as a different movie completely.
0: I need to see that. It's really good. Mm-hmm.
1: I really enjoyed it. Um, I've met an actor that's in it. I think we've talked about this before. Mm-hmm. Uh He's actually a prominent Magic: The Gathering player by the name of Jimmy Wong. Mm-hmm. He uh he was he was in the movie. So, um, and I actually met him just after his, his scenes were shot. Oh, cool. So yeah. Now he couldn't tell me that's what he did. Yeah. But the, the timeline and everything after the movie came out and everything, it's like, Oh, okay. So that's, that's, that's what was going on. Got it. Yeah. So, Uh Jungle Book was the first one that they did a live action of.
0: When you say the Jungle Book, are you referring to the Jason Scott Lee one from the nineties?
1: No. (laughs) No, that wasn't even called the Jungle Book. Yes
0: it was. Was it really? Yes it was. Yep. Yep.
1: Did that one did that one even have singing in it?
0: No. No it did not. Oh, okay. And the animals didn't talk or anything like that either. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, I don't count that. I don't it's not even I I don't think that was a Disney yes, it was. movie. Was it really? Yes, it because was. it's not on Disney Plus.
0: That was a Disney movie. I I am sad and ashamed to admit I owned it on VHS. Huh, it's
1: uh-huh. not on Disney Plus. That's odd. Uh-huh. I would have thought that would have been on Disney Plus by now. Okay.
2: Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um. But yeah, the the live actions for the most part have been pretty good. So, like, if you get a chance to watch them,
0: definitely do that. Okay. Except for is it? I don't know if it's because I'm such a fan of the Lion King as to why I didn't like this one no like... no
1: no it was generally it was fine it was fine and that's the problem yeah because the first one was so iconic
0: mm-hmm. so that's that that's my favorite Disney animated film by the way
1: yeah I would say well it, it it's really tough. It's really tough for me. And the reason I say that is because there are a lot of... I look at each, you know, the Disney animated stuff based on their era. So, like, I think The Lion King was the best out of that era uh-huh. of Disney that that came out. Since then, I think... I think the movie I've... The two movies I've enjoyed the most since that era is probably um Tangled mm-hmm. and Moana
0: mm-hmm. good movies
1: and those those are great movies mm-hmm. wonderful soundtracks good stories and I'm, well, I mean Tangled Tangled's kind of whatever but, uh, as far as story wise but um
0: I'm not saying you know the other movies aren't good or anything as I've thoroughly enjoyed a, lo- a lot of Disney animated films it yeah, no, I. It's my absolute favorite.
1: So, I think I think it's gotten a lot closer, especially with those two movies.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I think *Tangled* and I think *Moana* are right up there with it,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and that's why I can't just absolutely say that that is my favorite Disney movie. I-, I I think if *Gun* was to head, I would probably say it probably is *The Lion King*, but there I I can definitely see arguments for *Tangled* and *Moana* this point
0: the Lion King's absolutely mine no doubt
1: (laughs) as long as Pocahontas isn't your favorite I'm fine with that
0: don't get me started on Pocahontas it's such a bad movie yes it is so
1: between that and my god Frozen is awful the story is
0: awful it is
1: the music's great the story's awful, Frozen and that's is why I haven't. Overrated. And that's kind of why I haven't watched Frozen Two yet.
0: Yep, yeah. I just don't care. That and sequels to Disney animated movies aren't really that great. They have a yeah. sketchy track record.
1: Now, now I'm questioning whether there's a good Disney sequel or not.
0: A good one animated
1: Anim- well like well can we talk about any of their sequels being better than they were toys okay alright no I, I've, I've got to give credit to Toy Story too.
0: that's not Disney though technically
1: it is but it isn't
0: it's Pixar
1: right but it's
0: a, I mean it's like saying uh, no. it,
1: we're, 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 spl- we're splitting hairs on yeah. this one
0: I think yeah we are
1: um, if you're if you're gonna not call it it might as well be Disney. Let's be honest. Um, yeah, it, it, it's
0: it's still Pixar doing their own thing, though. It doesn't really. It, it's like saying, it's like saying, um, I don't know. Um, Avengers: Endgame is the best Disney live action film ever made. Technically, it is Disney, but it's not Disney.
1: I would, I would. anyone that says that, I I, I kind of want to look at them like, really?
0: But you, you weren't going, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Like, I don't even think that's the best movie in the uh, Marvel. In... I don't think that's the best Marvel movie.
0: Ooh, now we got a debate going on. What would you say was the best Marvel movie? Captain Marvel. You know, I still haven't seen that.
1: I highly suggest it.
0: Actually my favorite one is uh, my favorite one's the first Guardians of the Galaxy. It the First Guardians all of the cylinders Galaxy
1: was me. a lot of fun. I, I like that movie
0: yeah, quite a that bit. That hit all cylinders for me.
1: I, I do like that movie quite a bit. The the soundtrack is really great. Mm-hmm. The second movie is not
0: good. No, no. 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 I, I'm not a fan of that. No.
1: The the problem with game M game was good don't get me wrong like yeah, that whole good. that whole that whole part of the MCU was really well done mm-hmm. and you could see there was definitely a plan that went in well before that that movie happened for all that the problem is like, Looking at that movie, as soon as there was, it was found that there was a time stone with uh, Doctor Strange. I think Doctor Strange is a better in, uh, movie than Endgame.
0: Yeah, Doctor Strange was a good movie. Yep.
1: The problem with it was there was no consequence to Endgame, and we all knew it by the end of the movie.
0: You mean the time travel aspect? Yep. Yeah.
1: Oh, I had that. I had that peg before I left the movie theater. I'm like. For for fuck's sake, they're just going to do time travel in the movie after In Game, and I was just like, "It's such a In
0: Game was the movie after." No. No, you're Infinity War. and Then Endgame. oh, Infinity War. Okay, yeah.
1: Endgame In yeah. Game was, but yeah. it was just like, yeah, it was the whole. It was the whole. It was so predictable. Like Infinity War, I was like, they're just going to do the time travel thing. It has no consequence on anything.
0: I I. That I yeah. agree with you with that. That I completely agree with you with because it it had no consequence. <laughs> there was no point to it. There was no. Yeah. You knew they weren't in danger. It's kind of like watching um, an action show from the eighties. You know they're going to get out of it by the end of it.
1: Yeah the, yeah. the The thing was, the thing was, I knew basically going into Endgame, it was going to be a lot of fan service. Yeah. And we got a lot of fans, a lot of fan service, and that's fine to pander to the fans a little bit. But I would have loved to have seen a little bit more originality in the story, and it just didn't like. It just didn't hit the right marks for me.
0: I need to revisit that movie. I have not watched that movie since the Thornton Theater.
1: I rewatched the entire. MCU.
0: Oh good lord. So there was a week of your life wasted?
1: No, no, no. I I I've well, I mean, we had the whole fucking pandemic.
0: Yeah, but I was still working. <laughs> I I
1: I did so Friday nights uh-huh. basically I I would order pizza and I'd get through about two of the MCU movies every night, every Friday night.
0: Huh.
1: And I and I did that and, and you get through it in about it takes a few months.
0: Now, did but you, you get through it. Did you watch them chronologically, or did you watch them release order? Release order. Okay.
1: Yeah, I watched them release order. It there's there's problems with the chronological order way of watching it. Mm-hmm. And granted, I had seen them all already. Yeah. So it's not like I was being spoiled or anything like that. By if I would have watched them in chronological order, but there are problems with the. Chronology of it that just doesn't quite line up.
2: Hmm.
1: So, but I did that in preparation for the the TV shows that were going on because, like, I waited to watch Wandavision until I went back through the MCU.
0: That was that was I enjoyed Wandavision.
1: Wandavision was mm-hmm. a lot of fun. Yep. Falcon and the Winter Soldiers, it's fine.
0: Still haven't seen it.
1: Yeah. It's fine. It's a good story.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. I still haven't seen all of Loki yet.
1: Oh, Loki is so good. Oh. Loki, I, I obviously won't get into it all because you haven't seen it all, but oh, you need to get through it. And I know, Oof.
0: I know, Loki. There's going to be a lot of um, tie-ins to Loki from the upcoming MCU stuff, but. Okay. I think I'm getting burned out of superheroes. You
1: can't even say that because like last year we had the boys.
0: Yeah. I didn't care for the boys.
1: Oh, I loved the boys. I, I thought the boys was hilarious. See,
0: I, I thought, I don't, I'm, I don't like the, the whole, and I know there's a sub, a total sub genre genre on this. I don't like that sub genre with superheroes being villains or being evil. I don't like that. And that's just a me thing. But that was my big reason I didn't care for the boys.
1: So. I liked it because it was a very different take on superheroes. Yeah. And there were still good superheroes in that movie. But again, absolute power corrupts absolutely.
0: And see, I don't like that. I don't like that. They're superheroes for a reason.
1: It bring, but it, the thing is, it brings a little bit of, and again, there was a reason for that too, and it wasn't necessarily their fault that they became that way. Um,
0: I don't know. I would never finished watching it, so it literally was not my thing. So
1: that's fair. Yeah. Like that, That's fair. Like you know, that that can not be your thing.
0: Yeah. So I just stuff like that. You can still do you can still do grounded in and uh, making them human and relatable without going that far so i mean um, you know the the dark Knight trilogy is a good example of that so but yeah
1: yeah but that's kind of batman's mo too so
0: yeah so but still you can do it so that's just me like i said it's a me thing so
2: yeah
0: it's like making you know vampires glitter in the sunlight dumbest thing in the world i agree with that
1: (laughs) we won't even talk about the fact that that love story is awful but you know
0: Let's, yeah, let's just end it there because, as far as the Twilight conversation goes because Twilight's just horrible. So
1: <sighs> all, all I'm going to say is if you're a fan of Twilight, who hurt you? Because somebody had to have hurt
0: you. So, I read the first two books. Well, I read the first book and a half. And... I have no idea about the movies, but that first book, she literally spends like the first half of that first book doing nothing but crying over him.
1: Yep. As far as I know, the movies are that way too.
0: And so just really just get on with it. Stop this teenage angsty crap and just get on with it. Get on with life.
1: You know, that was kind of the thing. Like when it came to the Harry Potter series, people didn't like the, um, Order of the Phoenix because Harry was very angsty during that movie and I mean well, I can understand <sighs> and he had a legitimate reason to be angsty but that people was... didn't like that because of that
0: am... okay am I being am I talking out of both sides of my mouth when I say that was different no it
1: it it absolutely was different I, I get that.
0: It was handled in a different way.
1: It was, but it still came off the same way. You know what I mean? But people, for whatever reason, because of vampires, loved it. Uh, loved Twilight. And I don't understand that. I mean. that's just me.
0: I like vampires. I don't know what the hell that was in Twilight, but it wasn't vampires. <laughs> I'm not wrong.
1: No. I'm not arguing against you on this one. Like, again, I'm not a fan of Twilight. I am not a Twihard or whatever the hell they call themselves. I don't even know. A Glitter Bomb, maybe? I I, I don't know. They sparkle. Oh, God. The worst part about it is the fact that that's not even the most offending part of that series.
0: No, it really isn't. So, But no, I like vampires. I mean, give me give me Lost Boys. Give me Buffy. I love Buffy and Angel. Give me Lost Boys. Give me that type of stuff. You know?
1: I'm a bad gay. Why? I've never
0: watched Buffy. That doesn't make you a bad gay. That just makes you... Oh, I
1: I, I disagree. Yeah. I've heard people refer to it as the gay vampire story. And it's no, like, it's not. I mean, it kind of is. I mean, from what,
0: I, from what I understand of it is. Buffy. Know. Buffy's I, uh, relatable to a lot of folks. It's a good show.
1: I'm not a vampire fan. Okay. That's just me.
0: Okay. Oh. Doesn't mean. And if I remember. Okay. Eh. You cannot like Buffy. It's okay to not like Buffy the Vampire Slayer.
1: Yeah, as long as as long as you like uh, Golden Girls, you're fine.
0: Hey, straight people like Golden Girls too. Gr- Golden Girls is a good show.
1: Golden Girls is a good show, and they were way ahead of their they time. They really were
0: ahead of their time.
1: Holy <laughs> oh, shit, they were ahead of their time.
0: <laughs> but Golden Girls was a good show. Yeah. So, how? Okay, so how did we get we way have, off topic? Oh, no, the I game show.
1: I've I've I don't know i don't know it's been that kind of week Uh like i i I, it it doesn't surprise me that i would go off on tangents this week Uh just the way things have been so maybe that's why but i don't
0: okay There's nothing wrong with that
1: folks you get what you paid for
0: that's right and it's worth every penny Aren't you glad you didn't pay anything? Again, I really wish I had a cricket. I wish I really had a cricket sound.
1: Oh my God, we do not need a soundboard. Just saying, that would be a really bad thing for us. It would it would de evolve this so quickly.
0: Can't get much worse than this. All right. I think we've run out of topics here. So, um, Charles, how can they reach out to you?
1: Well, I can be found pretty much everywhere on the internet as chuckaw 1977. Um, with the exception of YouTube, which I got in there early and got just ChuckAW, AW. Um, and that's the best way to reach me. But I, I'm mainly found, you know, streaming on, on Twitch and tweeting about stuff and, and posting weather pictures and videos on there, so
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, what is the best way for people to get hold of you, Brad?
0: I am Brad the Blind everywhere on the internet. And I got into Twitter early too, but stupid me could have easily gotten Brad at Brad as a Twitter username, and I was too stupid to do it. But yeah, at Brad the Blind everywhere. So all right.
1: Well, what's the best way for people to get hold of the Gamer Show?
0: I knew you were going to ask that. So,
1: well, I mean, I generally do.
0: That is true. <laughs> um, you can send us an email thegamershowpodcast at gmail dot com. Um, send any type of questions, comments. Um, we would love to hear your thoughts, your ideas, um, your comments on the show, or any questions you may have. Um, there's also a Discord. Uh, you can find the link to the Discord in the description in the show notes. Um, join the Discord. Join. Um, we do post things in there um, as we record as well. We'll post interesting tidbits in there and things like that too. So join the Discord. There's also a um, Ask the Host. Um, what is it? Channel on the Discord server where you can ask us questions there too. So.
2: Yep.
1: You should totally do that.
0: I think I will. Oh, you weren't I talking to me. You... Where you? you were talking to? The well, audience.
1: I mean, to to the audience mainly.
2: Yeah.
0: Okay.
1: Like you just you can just text me, so
0: right. or, and
1: yeah. you have, so
0: yeah, I can do that. So So if you want to reach out to Charles by text, um
1: <laughs> Text eight six seven five three oh nine. That's Jenny. no Well I've I've been called
0: worse. Okay. So alrighty. all right Charles. Have a good one.
1: You too.